What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Rufus, back out of the game with another installment of the Rufus Rundown. Today, we have a very special guest in Jordan Moretti, first female guest in show history. Jordan is the second all-time scorer at UMass Dartmouth with four, over 1,400 points, also a four-time All-LEC team member, also All-Defensive Honors multiple times, the number 43-ranked uh, women's basketball player in Division Three this past season was also a member of the all-region team. We'll be playing in the um, NEWBA uh, all-star game coming up as well. Um, so, again, been working on this for a very long time and trying to get our schedule straight uh, together. I've really wanted to bring on Joe for a while. I always promised her to be the first female guest. So really excited to have her on the show today. And I really hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, and, again, after this one, we're going to get back to the normal recording schedule. So, We'll have another one Saturday, and then I think I'm going to shift, and it's going to be Tuesdays and Fridays from there on. I think it's just going to work a little easier schedule-wise for me. But without further ado, we're going to head over to the interview with the one and only Jordan Moretti. Moretti, six points so far. One more. She'll get to the 1,000-point club. Drives right past the fender. She gets it. Jordan Moretti, welcome to the 1,000-point club in her career here at UMass Dartmouth. gentlemen welcome back to another installment of the rufus rundown podcast i'm joined today by jordan moretti uh this is one that i've had in the works for a while schedules finally lined up um so jordan is again this is a long list of accolades here four-time all lec team member new england uh was it basketball writers association i think all region team um also second time second all-time score in program history over at umass dartmouth and was also rated number 43, the number 43 player in Division Three women's basketball for this past season. Um, me and Jordan have been friends for a minute from our time over at UMass Dartmouth, but above all, very much an accomplished hooper. So, Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing all right. Just trying to, you know, get it through the end of the semester, I'm sure, like everybody else at this point. Thank you again for joining me today. So we got a couple things uh, for the show today, like thoughts on the past season, thoughts on like pretty much a whole college career, um, having just finished up 
um, what was it? The you guys made it to the final for the for the LEC LEC final. Uh, the semifinals this past year. Sorry. So overall, what were your thoughts on this past season? Um, it being you know being the graduate, being a captain, everything like that. What were your thoughts on like the whole season, how it went, what your goals were going into it, and just kind of how it finished up? Um, I think just going into it as my last season, I just wanted to enjoy it, and I. I mean, we always wanted to win, and just to ha- spend the time with my teammates that I'm going out with. So, but I mean, this past year we was a tough one. I mean, we fought through a lot of adversity. Um, we went through injuries, people this that you know. Um, I think at the end of it though, we kind of we made the best best of it, and we never gave up. Well, you lost. You lost one of your co-captains. Was it, how early was that in the season that you guys lost Shay? Um, that was in November, so it was pretty early. It was our MIT game. Um, yeah, losing her was big. Um, she was a big part of what we did on the court. Um, and also, like you said, losing a co-captain, losing her voice on the court, her leadership. Um, just though she stepped up halfway through the season, so which was needed, but. I think losing Shay was that one hurt. That was that was a big loss. Um, we kind of just always knew what we were doing on the court. We could like kind of read each other's minds. So not having her was it was pretty tough. Well, you got a lot of you guys like the core of that team had played together for for a while. You guys had a lot of like in terms of with graduate seniors and fifth years and stuff. You guys had played together for a long time. So I guess yeah. that was probably easier for you guys to mesh with, right? In terms of like. Obviously, you had to take on more of a leadership load, but at the same time, everybody kind of was probably already on the same page to begin with, so it was a lot easier for you to, as a, probably as a leader, to kind of just trust that everybody was still, like, bought into the process, even though you guys did have a leader go down. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we were experienced group, um, I think, since, like, my junior year, so that was COVID. We've kind of all been together, like, the, the core of the group. Um but yeah, I think we all kind of just still stayed determined, still focused on our goals, even though she went down. And she still did her part from like the sidelines, so she was always there, so which was big. Yeah, as a as a leader's always gonna be just doing their thing, regardless yeah. whether they're involved in the game or not. So obviously, going out the semifinal, tough end to again for a lot of you guys, really outstanding careers, and for more specifically for you, outstanding career. What were your thoughts on your college career, like as a whole, like some favorite moments, um, you know, shots, anything like that that you'd hit that like really comes to mind in terms of like what you would like enjoyed celebrating and really gonna remember most about playing ball at UMD. Um yeah, I mean, five years is a lot of games, so, <laughs> but I think just as a whole, I'm just so thankful for it all because I would have never thought I'd be where I am today as a freshman. Um, I think one of my favorite games was our Eastern game last year in the semifinals. We went down to Eastern. They were two seed, we were three seed. And the way we just played that game, our determination, our focus, our defense, it was just a, it was a great game. It was back and forth, but that was, we pulled out the win in that to end up going to the championship, but that was just a great game. I mean, playoff upset. I mean, you guys have your own little like that. I mean, that's those conference upsets that we we see so much of in like the college game itself. So yeah, obviously, you got to be up, be up there uh, in the memory bank. You had a triple double too this year. Well, you had multiple triple doubles, right? 
No, it was my first. Just, just that was that was the first. Yeah. So, and that was at Bridgewater this year. It was at Bridgewater. Yeah, I kind of just I shot my first couple shots and they went in from the three and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna shoot again and it just kept going in and then um, but also my teammates um, they were finishing. I was finding them the open looks. They were able to finish finish it. So I wasn't uh. <laughs> I wouldn't have achieved that without them. And then I remember one of them, uh, I think it was for like my last rebound I needed or something. Uh, Jess, uh, Jess Cowell, she was getting it. And then I kind of like thought it was a different, I thought it was Bridgewater's player. So I kind of just like tipped it out of her hand for me to get it. <laughs> so we always joke about that. She's like, you're welcome for that rebound. But yeah, it kind of just, it was a crazy game. I've never done that before. Just, and 30 point triple double. It's like, <laughs> That's something like you dream of doing, but it was crazy. I, but also, what I'm done without my teammates. Now, did you like know throughout the game that you were getting close, where they've been like, "Hey, by the way, you need this many," or you just you just you're just hooping? And by the end of it, when you looked at the stat line, it was what you had. Or did you kind of know throughout it where you're like, "Hey, might kind of be kind of close to this"? No, it's actually funny. Um, I had no idea. I was just playing, and then I think it was like maybe the third or fourth quarter. Um, Ashley Brown was there. She was at the game. And she's in the stand. She's like, Jordan, Jordan, you need two more rebounds for a triple-double. And I'm like, I don't care about that stuff. So I'm just like, Ashley, stop. And i just trying to win the game. So that wasn't really on my mind. I kind of just went out there and did my thing. If I got it, I got it. If I didn't, I didn't. But yeah, I never really know like how much I have or anything like that. I kind of just go out and play. So another thing, obviously, you accomplished 1,400 points in your collegiate career. Um, was that a goal of yours going into college? Because you were you were state champion at the high school level, right? You're also a thousand points scoring a state champion at the high school level. Yeah. So when you committed to UMass Dartmouth, was that like did you have like this set of goals and being a thousand point scorer was one of them, or were you more or less just trying to just get to the next level and see where it went from there? It was definitely not a goal. Um, like you said, I was just trying to get to the next level, just grow my game there. Um, I kind of just went in freshman year thinking, like, I'll do whatever it takes just to play and help this team out. So I never thought I'd um, score a 1,000 points, more or less become the second-leading scorer. So I kind of just never really cared about that. I kind of just wanted to do what's best for the team, lead the team, and just try to get us those wins. Did you get to a certain point, like, in your career where, like, you started to kind of, like, grasp it a little more like there were certain things you were doing well that you could focus on or is there something that you like this stuff that you've worked on to get there more specifically or did you do your game just kind of complement like the system you kind of fell in with you at UMass I think so I think the way we played here I think coach always told us when he was recruiting like we play a really fast game so I think that was one of my biggest strengths like just being fast and then I just, it was never a goal. I mean, but as like the seasons went on, like people would be like, oh, you're pretty close. Like you need this, you need that. And I'm like, okay, it's like, it comes, it comes, it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm just going to go out there and play. Um, I kind of just, just kept going, just played, <laughs> just did what I did. Just, I always just wanted to get the wins. I remember I talked to you the season before, coming up before you hit the thousand. I think you were what, seven points shy at the the tail end of the last season before you hit it this year. You were you were very very close. Yeah, I needed I seven the, points that first game. Yeah, I remember talking to you about it. And I was like, I'm just gonna have to introduce you in the podcast a thousand point score, and you're like, not not a chance, not happening. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. you was so you was so close, but you know, 
crazy get up to second all time you know i mean especially like some people like i think like go in saying like i wanted like they want to hit like that level of greatness but like again like i think your commitment to the team and just trying to win games and obviously it comes to you did you feel that it was more like playing point guard it was natural to kind of fall into like that leadership position too that you eventually ended up having the title of, of, of captain and whatnot do you feel that it was easier in that position to kind of take charge like that in that system in terms of just or is that just something that kind of just naturally fell with you as like a person or just kind of a combination of both yeah i think like any point guard you're kind of the leader always even if like, you're not named one that's what your team needs so i was just kind of i wanted to be like the floor general i had to just control the offense, just settle us when we needed to be settled, just be that leader on the court. And I think it did like flow into being just a point guard because the point guard, you just take, usually just take control of the team, just like set everyone up. So I kind of just, I think I just kind of just grew into that position. Is that something that like, did, did like Coach Ducharme come to you with that at any point where it's like, you keep kind of see it in you or it just kind of this happened that way where it's just kind of like natural for him where it's like, I, I you didn't, like, nobody had to come to you and be like, hey, need you to be a leader. It was just kind of, like, how it happened. I think it was natural. I mean, I had to step up big time sophomore year. So we lost a, a, a good group after our freshman year. So we were kind of rebuilding sophomore year. So we kind of um, – our two captains were Kayla and Ashley. They did a great job. And then, like – but after them, they left. We didn't really have another group behind us. We had – actually, we had Lauren and Meg, which they are also great captains. But – after Ashley left, I was kind of like the point guard of the team, so I had to just step up into that position, even though I wasn't like named a leader until like my junior uh, junior year. So like, just having that. Well, it's kind of like a quarterback in football in the sense where it's like even if you're not like officially a captain, you're always going to be a leader of the team, being that position or a point guard where you just have so much responsibility to, like you said, control the yeah. game and whatnot, and just kind of helps you flow into it. Um, what? So you mentioned your speed as well. What do you think some of the best qualities that you had or developed like that propelled you to the level that you did? Like were those things that you like and like worked at or the things that you kind of naturally came in that like again helped you excel outside of the speed? Um yeah, well I think just like my quickness really helped me a lot. Um being able to get into like gaps and getting to the basket, that was kind of like my biggest game. Like I just loved going to the basket and then um I kind of just started shooting more too. Uh I was a little. I was always hesitant to shoot the ball. I don't know why, but the past last year and this year, I kind of just let it fly. Um, I missed and missed. It went in and went in. But I think that was something I just needed to get out of my head. Like just keep shooting, Jordan. Like it's okay. Um, but yeah, I think another thing that was really big for my game was um, lifting. I was tiny uh, coming in as a freshman and sophomore. I was pretty tiny. So getting in the gym and working with my trainer and just growing. So it was just like that kind of helped me a lot. So I was able to like just stand my own on the court, which was really big for me. Like I just, I'm not the type of player who would want to get like pushed around. So I think that was pretty big for me. Now you spent, it's a facility down in your hometown, right? Mm-hmm. How, now, when did you start going there? Did you go there right from freshman year on or is it a little bit like later? Into yeah, so I went to Next Level Fitness, um, great facility, great people. Um, I started going there, I mean, I worked out there, like, here and there, like, senior year of high school, but it wasn't really too intense, and then I think my junior year, so the COVID year, so my third year here, I um, I started working with my trainer, Rainey, and he kind of just helped me grow my game in that uh, area, 
So he kind of just helped me grow there a lot. And I think without that, I don't think I'd be the player I am today. Yeah, it's strength and conditioning for sure. Just, again, I, I've seen it the same with, like, with my level of play too. At, the, at this level, like, the weight room, I, I don't think, like, people, like, understand how much of an impact it can have on, like, college athletes where it's like if you put that time in there you really will see results i mean you still like obviously for basketball specifically you still got to get shots up you still have to have that portion of the game down i think that honestly that being the case more than any in any other sport where it's like no matter how much time you can put in in terms of like quickness acceleration strength and conditioning like you still have to have an understanding of the game which obviously you did but that extra elevation came from that which i think is really cool and it's cool like you know you being a cool example you have all the 1400 points that kind of show for it where it's like here's another successful person saying like get in the weight room focus on that too and you're going to find success with it yeah definitely so what would you say is the like other than like the the strength side of things was like the biggest growth like of your game throughout the four years uh at umass dartmouth um yeah besides that i think um just seeing the court um just Instead of just being like downhill, I were able to see everywhere, um, especially as a point guard, just getting my teammates the open look. I think that was really big and just kind of grew my game that way because um, like they know I could score. But if I can get my teammates that open look like that, that would be great. So I think that kind of like was one of my biggest growths over the years and just like staying in control, um, just like limiting my turnovers and just like things like that. Now, defensively, too, like, obviously you made multiple all-defensive teams, too. What was it like in terms of, like, that with steals and playing defense? Like, obvious communication. Again, point guard, like, it, it's both ways. you got to play both ways where it's like, was that, like, kind of something you took on, too, in terms of, like, leading from the front defensively, too? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think I've, um, after, like, kind of getting hurt, like, kind of struggled a little just with my ankle and stuff. Um, so I always kind of worked on that. I always wanted to be better. Like I would sometimes we'd watch film. I'd get beat off the person, off the dribble. So I always just wanted to work on that. Like I took that personally, didn't want to get beat. Um, I think just like seeing where the pass is coming from, I kind of could always read that if I was like in the back line. So always just like keeping my eyes and my head on a swivel just to see if like where the ball is going to go. So like the experience and the court vision is kind of like all around. The more you, the more you're out there, the more minutes you play this, the more you kind of, does the game kind of came to you in a sense, which you know, yeah, really cool. Um, what was the other thing? I was gonna, oh, so obviously you've played with a lot of teammates. You had a different core when you were younger, and then growing up, obviously towards like those last couple of years, you had a different core of teammates as well. Uh, who were some of like your most impactful teammates who like really pushed you the most and like. Well, first we'll start with like who helped you the most as like when you were younger, like kind of grow into like get adjusted and acclimated to college ball. Yeah, I think um, I had great leaders when I was a freshman and sophomore. Um, my freshman year, I had Danielle Gonzalez and Ashley Brown, and they kind of they were the point guards. They they played, they were starting, so to learn from them was great. Um, they kind of pushed me every day, like they didn't take it easy, and just the way they went about it, I kind of just learned from them. And I think they helped me and helped my game a lot. And then going up through, who were, who were some of the people that, like, again, like you, that really pushed you as, like, once you 
you got to like that next level until your like last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I think the two girls I came in with, my best friends, Jess and Shay, I mean, us three were there from freshman year. So these past five years was, it was a lot. We had a lot of ups and we had a lot of downs. But I think at the end of the day, those two, they kind of always had my back and was always there for me. And I think they always pushed me. They knew what I was capable of. So I think those two were pretty impactful to me. Coaches as well, too, right? You obviously state champion at the high school level and then going through UMD. So I think, how many wins did Coach Bustrom get up to this past season? What was the, there was a, there was a big accolade, right? It was 150. 150. So obviously, and then you have Coach Baptiste on the men's side, who's got over 700. So a lot of basketball UMD, obviously you got a lot of great basketball minds. Who were some of the most, and then Ashley is somebody that you played with and then eventually ended up obviously coaching you. Who were some of the most like impactful coaches you had at UMD? I mean, maybe I might have even just named him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I mean, in the high school level, it was definitely my high school coach, Chris. He pushed me a lot. He knew what I was capable of and he kind of, he helped me on and off the court always. So he was a big influence in my life. And then obviously at UMD, I wouldn't be here without Coach Ducharme. He kind of, he saw something as in me as when I was in high school and he took that chance on me. And like I said, he always pushed me and he always knew what I was capable of and he knew I could always do more. And just like my assistants too, Coach Bree and Coach Jackie, I mean, they're always there for me, always calling like on the sidelines or like Jordan, you like, you're capable of this, you can do this, like take control, you're the leader. So just always having them, they always kind of believed in me. I mean, obviously they always believed in me. Um, and I wouldn't be here without them. They've helped me grow, not as a basketball player, but also as a person. Um, I think I was put in a lot of uncomfortable situations and I think that helped me grow a lot these past two years, especially like being the leader and the captain of the team and just becoming like, I mean, like, I'm now in my master's, so, like, it's kind of different from when I was a sophomore, just the level of growth that I've experienced. So I think I wouldn't be where I am today without those coaches in my life. So I'm forever grateful to them and forever grateful for the experience I've had at UMD. Yeah, that's got to be – I mean, like, you really do, like, in the in the time of college, especially, like, a five-year period, like, you go from probably just trying to grasp the game and just trying to – you go from just trying to, like – get comfortable and get into a system to pretty much outgrowing everything you know what I mean? you get like you go from just trying to get comfortable to now all of a sudden you're going to have your master's degree and walk out of their second all-time program history like it happens like so fast it really does yeah i mean it feels like i was just a freshman like just coming in like scared and now i'm like i went out and i did what i did and i couldn't i would not believe i did that like as a freshman i would be like I'd be lucky just to like, you know, just play and just accomplish something. But what I did was crazy. I would never believe I would be able to do that. So I got a pretty, pretty long, again, long list of accolades to, to show for. But again, I think it's so unique that you're just there. Like, I just want to be a part of the team. I just want to do what I can to help it win. And you end up walking out, you end up, end up walking out of here with, like I said, a laundry list of, of accomplishments. Now, obviously, AB's made the move from playing to coaching, and I know you have a great mind for the game. Have you taken any thoughts into coaching the game yourself, and have you had any experience doing so? I know a lot of people coach at the AAU level and stuff like that, too. I'm not sure if you have any experience. Um, no, I kind of just, like, coached, like, um, some rec teams here and there throughout the years of college, but 
I definitely want to get into coaching. I think I love the game too much to just step away from it completely. So I think down the road, I definitely want to get into coaching. Um, just my love for the game. I just, if I'm not playing, I want to be able to coach and help other people. And just, I definitely want to coach the college level too, because just to, like as a college player, like what I went through, I want to be able to pass on what I know and be that leader for them, like just as a coach. Yeah, like I said, I think I think again being the point guard, I think it just helped. Like that's like one of the common themes that I see. You see it too in the NBA too, where it's a lot of guard players that end up moving on to coaching. Just again, I I feel like they just have that natural leadership position, and they just like you said, your the experience came from seeing the court defensively and offensively. How you just grew to just see everything better and just fall in line with it. Like that is the same thing with coaching too. We we're able to kind of see the court from that way and and have a vision from there too. So I feel like it's like much of an easier transition especially continue you have the passion for it yeah definitely I mean a couple of times when I sit out in practice this year from either being sick or some injuries I've had um just seeing the court at a whole nother level I mean you see it as a point guard and as playing you see it one way but then as sitting out and watching the team practice you see it a whole different way like some things that you think you are doing on the court you're actually not so like I saw a lot that way, so which helped me bring that back onto the court after being out. So it's it's definitely a whole other perspective. So now, what's film like with you guys as well? Too, I'm sure you guys have like film sessions and stuff. Like obviously for football, for me, it's like there's so many different angles, so many things to cover. But for you, what's the what's your what were your film sessions like, and how did those like compliment you in terms of being able to watch from the outside looking into some of those practices where is it like almost better to look on from the bench and watch it live or is it do you still appreciate being able to look back at it like from a film perspective definitely film I mean that helped us a lot we kind of in the moment you don't think you're like you're doing you think you're doing one thing but you're supposed to be doing another and you're like you kind of don't really see it but when you go watch it and you're like oh okay I, I see what you mean by I have to do this, I have to do that. I think having film helped a lot. Um, we kind of just like broke it down. Like we watch it on our own and then we come together and watch it. Um, just break it down offensive def- and defensively. Um, just like our offensive plays, like what, how we went about it, our spacing. And then the big thing is defense if we're in our right spots and who's in help, who's secondary help. Just like those kind of things that we broke down. All right, so before we pretty much closed this thing out. I know recently too, when we were, we were going through this, I noticed that you were selected to play in the new BA senior all-star game with two of your teammates. What were your thoughts on, on that and being able to kind of go out with a couple of your teammates that you came up through the last couple of years with and being able to kind of have one little last ride in the court in terms of like playing at this, at this level. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, I think it's kind of bittersweet. I mean, have a, one more last, one more game with my uh, my two teammates, and I think it's a cool honor. It's um, something we worked hard for, but yeah, I think it's just to play with them one more one more time. Um, it's it's a lot. I mean, just ending my career with them is pretty cool. So coming in with them, ending with them, um, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been a little rough like just the season ending the career ending just letting it all sink in but like I said I'm grateful for the past five years and spending it with all my teammates who now like my lifelong friends my sisters so 
and i'm excited for what's to come oh for for sure for sure future future is definitely bright because if again if you're going to be attacking anything like you've been attacking the last couple years in the court you're going to be more than okay but um again it's probably a lot it i mean it's still gonna it's also it's obviously probably overwhelming it all coming to an end but at the same time it's probably it's got to be at least a little easier when you go down with again like you know doing pretty much like everything you could have done at at this level is there anything that you wish like if there's one would you is there anything that you would trade in for like anything at this level a championship (laughs) for sure for sure oh championship i mean if i could wipe all my awards and just have a championship with my teammates that's what i do i mean i said it before and like my awards are just as much mine as theirs and just as much theirs as they are mine so they've been through it all with me and i wouldn't be where i am without them without my teammates jordan thank you for joining me guys jordan Moretti, second all-time scorer at umass dartmouth four-time all lec team uh we're gonna, all, all defensive team honors as well and the number 43 ranked women's basketball player in division three this past season jordan thank you for joining me and sharing your thoughts Thank you for having me, Lucas. And uh, until next time, guys, Boy Rufus, signing off. Once again, everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, really enjoyed that sit-down with Jordan. I hope everybody else did as well. That won't be the last time we have Joe on the podcast. Certainly, we'll have more in the future. But again, show history right there. First female guest in the Rufus Rundown show history. So pretty cool moment there. Again, Women's History Month too, so that works out pretty well um, in terms of the last couple months in terms of the Black History Month and bringing on Pat, Pat and talking about a lot of things we did and then Jordan for Women's History Month as well. So really enjoyed the interview. Hopefully everybody else did as well. Appreciate you all for tuning in. We'll see you next time.